Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Worst Take. James and Cole hosting you as always, and for the first time on episode 17 of Worst Take, we have a very special guest who is represented by the number 17. Anyone know who is a number 17 in the NFL? No, I'm not talking about Philip Rivers. I'm talking about the one and only Devontae Adams, who was an esteemed <laughs> member of Las Vegas Raiders. Prior to that, he caught a couple of balls from some guy named Aaron Rodgers in some place in Wisconsin, the Green Bay Packers. Jacob Linder, our special guest with us, is a diehard and an expert, no less, of Green Bay football. And that's what we're going to be talking about today for all of you cheeseheads. So, state of the Packers, what is going on? Talk to me, Jacob. Well, let's go summary game by game, so... Played the Vikings game one. They got absolutely scorched <laughs> in the first half by the Vikings, but kind of kind of some pointers there. You know, it was a very similar game to like last year. The Packers had against the Saints were just completely getting wiped out. Offense looked dead. Aaron Rodgers right. not looking like the typical Aaron yeah, Rodgers you know, everyone's I, expecting. I thought, and week one, Aaron Rodgers has been this phenomenon in the past couple yeah. of years of one of the one of the worst players in the league really yeah and i thought that this year would be counteracted do you know why because you guys signed to sammy watkins oh yeah what sammy watkins is way a- better than Devonte right. adams right way better than Devonte adams but it wasn't enough you got seven points this year instead of three so you know yes maybe- that's a very respectable maybe. amount very respectable. but like but honestly like i stole have not been impressed by the offense by by any means. I think a big part of that is just the departure of Devontae Adams. I mean, just looking, you know, what receivers we have on the roster. Alan Lazard, who has been on this team, like, it seems like forever, but he just gets hurt all the time. You know, you have Randall Cobb, who is one old fellow. And honestly, honestly, they got this new guy named, uh, is like Romeo Dobbs or something like is he people people are comparing him to uh mr Devonte adams wherefore art, wherefore art thou romeo I mean, really. so, yeah. yeah you know i i hear you i hear you i hear you and you you can never quite count the green bay packers out but I feel like last year was really that last dance between Rodgers and Adams. Uh, Rodgers, you know, it's, we still got plenty of time, but, you know, he's not looking like his MVP. Well, MVP, I'll yeah. put that in air quotes, because did he really deserve to win that last year? But, um, you know, regardless, he has not looked quite the same. I mean, so here's <laughs> what I think. I think that um, in the first game, when Aaron Rodgers went for Christian Watson, and he made that deep throw, and it just completely fell through his hand. Like, he could not oh, catch yeah. it. Aaron Rodgers, after that, was like, I cannot play with he, these guys. He wanted these, to pass away. <laughs> exactly. He was just like, I cannot be Aaron Rodgers. I need – Devontae Adams, as overrated as I think he is, would have caught that ball. And there's no doubt about that. So – what I think that the Green Bay Packers have to do right now is they have to consider who, which free agents they can get right now. And I think that Dude, one by one, no. they have to talk about Antonio Brown, the homo empathy <laughs> bros, the anti-vax bros. I think Aaron Rodgers and Antonio Brown would be a great fit together. Look, Tom Brady. You can't deny even, that. 
Antonio Brown. They can say, talk about how they don't like vaccines together. I think they would be a great fit. Number two, they have to consider getting OBJ. OBJ, <laughs> I don't think he'll actually, he's a Super Bowl champion. He showed he's a great number two receiver. I think he'd be a great fit for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, once again, this is if you're talking about he's fully healthy, but once it comes playoff time, he knows how to show up. I think Antonio Brown and OBJ are the two wide receivers that the Packers need to go for because they're desperate right now. I mean, they don't, I mean, if you're going to Sammy Watkins who gets injured every other game, Christian Watson, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I'm sorry, Randall Cobb, who's just washed. He's like, a whoa, 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 <laughs> old man. <laughs> you need to consider getting these kind of guys because they didn't get Julio Jones. They didn't trade for Tyree Kill this offseason. These are the guys that are left. They didn't even get Cole Beasley, who's another anti-vax friend of Aaron Rodgers. So, look. Yeah, exactly. They didn't even get him. So, what I'm saying is that these are the two guys that are left that they really need to consider targeting. I would say, you know, I I personally would not want them to go after Antonio Brown just on a personal level. But honestly, I could see, you know, even if it's not full full throttle OBJ, you know, just to – given how, like, stretched these receivers are just in terms of, like, depth, you know, having OBJ there, I don't think it would be that bad, especially when he's competing against Sammy Watkins or Allen. <laughs> he's already a number one in that system if he right, comes in. Right. Yeah, no and, and and it's, it's honestly strange because I think at this point you do have one of the weakest wide receiver tandems in the league. I mean, oh, obviously the Bears wide receivers are not playing well. You've got other teams like the Steelers, you know, the Patriots, who really don't have – uh, much talent at all in that position but the difference between you guys and those most of those franchises other than Pittsburgh is that you've got like a hall of fame quarterback exactly tossing, tossing the ball and it, it, I know Rogers is weird to say the least <laughs> but and so is Antonio Brown right so it's not a but yeah you gotta I feel like you gotta sign somebody um, yeah yeah I so and I, I think that's probably the main thing that's holding the Packers back but if there's anything I've learned from being a Bears fan is that the Packers are never as bad as they should be on yeah. paper. And they're always a total sure. thorn in the side. You guys will make it to – I wouldn't be surprised in this NFC if you get the number one seed again, honestly. I mean, who knows how long this Eagles heat is going to last. Rams, Buccaneers, they're not looking the same. You know, you have no idea who's going to show up every week to week when you, with teams like the Vikings, the Cardinals, the 49ers. Those guys can look like the best team in the league one week and the worst team the next. So, you know, I, I think if you are a Packers fan, the silver lining here is Rodgers has some good consistency, definitely, in the regular as a regular season player. And you guys will I, – I, I still think there's very little chance that you guys miss out on the playoffs and miss out on winning that division. And also I, I love the trash from the Packers receivers, but there's this, you won't believe this, but the Packers receivers lead the league in yards after catch. Yeah, which makes yeah. no sense because <laughs> Rodgers is throwing it like five yards per attempt. Exactly. That's not a good thing. They, they, That's a bad thing. They do that not throw it. the ball downfield at all anymore. No. Exactly. Rodgers does not trust these guys. After he saw that Christian Watson drop, he's like, I can't, I can't deal with these guys. <laughs> these guys, I cannot throw to these guys like deep. 
So that's not a good thing. I mean, that you have to get the yards after catch because that means you're yeah. underutilizing Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers goes deep. Might as well right. ask Alex Smith to come out of retirement or trade for Matt Ryan if you want to get a lot of yards <laughs> after catch. I mean, dink and dunk. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get a dink and dunk offense. I mean, even going into the season, I knew this was going to be a completely different offense than what, you know, Packers fans are used to seeing. And I think a big part of that was, you know, we don't have receivers. So already, already internally in my brain, it's like, oh, they're just going to give it to Jones or Dylan all day. Right, we have Jones, right, yeah. you know, these little screen passes that they love or putting, you know, even Jones out as like a receiver. I knew that was going to happen. They're not going to. You know, they don't have the weapons to go downfield, so they're just going to do, as James said, the little here's And here's the, the other facet of the Green Bay Packers now. You obviously, you're struggling in the wide receiver department. Um, you know, the rest of your positions, I think, are looking decent, right? Crosby is a stalwart. He has, you know, one game every two or three years where he misses, like, four field goals. But <laughs> other than that, he's he's pretty good. Your defense has been playing well. Rodgers is Rodgers. But I, I think, you know, and it's weird to say because he's, like, 40 and 10 or 40 and 11 right now with his record. But is there an issue with – who's who's holding the paper and who's who's your oh. head coach oh i no. mean i mean <laughs> matt lafleur like let, let's I, let's I, talk to him yeah again. okay i think matt lafleur is a hack i've been saying this for a long time you know i love McVay's system i love all of his you know underlings i like you know shanahan i like i even like cliff kingsbury i believe in cliff kingsbury i think matt lafleur is a hack this guy does not know how to coach. I mean, he's bad. And don't get me wrong. It's not just Lafleur. It's Gutekunst as well. Because Gutekunst did not bring any receivers. Tyreek Hill was on the free agency market. Didn't bring him in. He didn't bring back in that Devontae Adams. There's a lot of problems from the front office of this team. Lafleur is a hack. He doesn't know when to pass. He doesn't know when to give the – he doesn't know when to run the ball. I mean, last time he saw, you know – the running, the running game was kind of inefficient against the Buccaneers. They weren't able to get it down to Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon as well as they were the past two games. So, but And after that, he did, the offense completely collapsed. They completely froze up. I think LeFleur is a hack. I think he doesn't know what to do with Aaron Rodgers, which is insane because there's so much you could do with Aaron Rodgers. I think that he needs to go. I think it's after this season, if he has a season that's below 10 wins, he's gone. There's there's no way that he has he can stay. And he doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. I think he's like in the same tier as Zach Taylor when it comes to hacks in the NFL. Wow, that's a statement. <laughs> so and hey, look, look at a Nathaniel Hackett. One of once again, Matt LaFleur's protégés. He's also a hack. I think that that whole line, the Matt LaFleur line, <laughs> that's just it's 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 done. I mean, it's they're gonna be gone in a year or two. I think that they're holding Aaron Rodgers back and they're holding the whole Packers back. Wow. Wow. So I mean well, that's that's a statement. Um, I mean, yeah, Jacob, Jacob, what do you think? You know, considering that, um, you know, coach. I know I'm looking it up right now. You know, four years coaching, a nice uh, seven eighty eight win percentage. You know, out. I don't know about you guys, but I'll take that any day. He's he's but, he's, but he's the man for the Packers right how now. How many how many Super Bowls has he been to with that Hall of Fame? How many playoff wins does he does he have? 
Um, you know, just three, right? Yeah, two and three, two and three. Yeah, yeah. So I remember, oh wait, I remember uh, like was it two years ago they were playing against the Buccaneers and Tom Brady threw what three picks in the fourth quarter and. Three three times to get to the end zone, and every single time he never trusted Aaron Rodgers, and he decided to run the ball every single time. I don't know, James. Do you remember this incident? I don't. Know yeah, I I remember it being. Yeah, I remember it being like two minutes left in the game, down eight points, and yet they kick a field goal like for oh, yeah. for no apparent reason. Oh, dude, I mean, yeah, that. the point <laughs> differential, the point differential is a little better with that loss, but I mean. When you're the Packers, man, Lambeau Field is a place that you've got to win. I mean, that's not a stadium anybody wants to be playing in in January. And yet you let Southerners like Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo from Fairweather, Tampa Bay, and good old Bay Area, San Francisco, march in there like the cold is nothing. So it, I, I, I will say this. Matt LaFleur has a solid solid pedigree as a coach however he has struggled in the playoffs and for a guy with a 788 win percentage i think it says something that lafleur has never even been in the discussion for coach of the year despite even in his first season going 13 and 3 i mean he's had 13 wins three straight years never once has he been in that that coach of the year discussion i i think that says something at least and another thing that is very ind- indicative of a head coach is the special teams. Who do you hire for your offense coordinator, defensive coordinator, and your special teams coordinate coach? Uh, do you remember last year a specific game against the 49ers where there was a blocked punt and a missed field goal and a recovered fumble against oh a, a certain quarterback that did not play well against Jimmy Garoppolo? And, you know, despite Aaron Rodgers carrying the team to a touchdown, they still managed to lose the game to the 49ers. Oh, when, when, which game was this again? Oh, remind uh, me, James, remind me. Yeah, it was – oh, which – actually – it was, it was one of at least three playoff losses to the 49ers oh. that I can think of in the past decade. So you know, all those uh, are wiped from my memory, so I, right. I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Hey, hey, I mean, considering <laughs> we've got a Commanders fan over here, it's like you can't, yeah. you can't be upset about losing in the playoffs if you never make it to the playoffs in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, so, no, no, it's true. I just want to say, true. we were closer to beating Brady than they were that year. I mean, that's just all I want to say. I mean, when back when you guys had three picks, you know, despite it had a chance to beat Brady, we had a closer game starting Taylor Heineke, who we don't even really know if he's even the starting caliber quarterback. That's all I want to say. Where even is he now? He's still on, <laughs> he's, still on our team. He's, he's Mr. Wentz's backup. Backup to the oh, great Carson Unfortunate, Wentz. unfortunate. I do not like yeah, him. So. All righty, that is a conversation for another day. Packers fans, you heard it here first. Matt LaFleur is holding you back. Get yourself a better wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers, do whatever you need to do with the Percocet, with the vaccine. <laughs> We're not going to do whatever you need to do to get whatever that weird team. stuff. Get that <laughs> team back on track. We'll see you all next time on Worst Take.